Hi, Shalene. My name is Lisa. I'm just thankful right now that I have already purchased the Marketing Impact Academy. I'm, I'm actually finishing it now. And I think more than ever, this is when I need it most to move the majority of my business online or at least part of it online. So I just want to thank you for having that available. And I'm just thankful that I have something to lean on, something to fall back on. So I just want to let you know that I'm just thankful I have that. Thank you. Bye. Before we get started, I wanted to mention to you that we have decided to allow people to join the Marketing Impact Academy. Normally, we close registration. What we've decided to do because it's just so, such a weird time for people. We got so many messages from you saying, I need to figure out my own thing. I need a financial, another stream of income. I just, I can't. I can't live with this uncertainty and I know I need to create something right now. However, I want to wait a few more weeks until I figure out what's going on with my job or I don't even have time to deal with it right now. But in a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm really going to need to. What do I do? So for a limited time, what we've decided to do is just change the way the whole thing's structured to serve you. Normally, we just opened it up once a year or sometimes twice a year. And then that was it. It was closed and you had to wait an, another like nine months for it to open again. We're going to allow new students to register every two weeks, just a small group. So if you've been waiting or if you were worried that you missed the opportunity, you have not. I don't know how long we'll be able to keep it like this, but we're offering it at 60% off. And that is because these are just, this has never happened before and people need help. And we want to be there and we want to be as flexible and as helpful as possible. So you can check it out by going to shaleen.com forward slash MIA private. If you have no idea what it is you want to put out there or what it is you have to offer, that's our specialty. <laughs> we can help you. However, you have to have a desire. You have to have a why. You have to be driven to be willing to figure this out. And if you are, we're going to help you through it. Again, at shaleen.com forward slash MIA private. All right, onto the show. Why is it we compare our challenge, our struggles, our pain to other people's? Your heart is hard. Your pain is your pain. Your emotions, your feelings, you're entitled to them. But why are we so quick to say or dismiss our feelings because somebody else has it worse? And is that a bad thing or should we do it? That's what we'll be talking about today on The Shalene Show. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Okay, I'll go first. I'm recording this from my bedroom. You can hear my dogs barking in, going crazy. We have four other people in this house right now who also can hear the dogs barking and going crazy. I've moved into my bedroom to record podcasts because, well, because my podcast room has been taken over by everybody else. And also I can't, everyone is downstairs and so it's loud. So it's really not appropriate or I, I'm trying not to inconvenience everyone else and say, hey guys, I'm still trying to work here. Do you mind keeping it down? Because they're working too, but their schedules are different from mine. You know, the dogs are barking like crazy and there's nothing I can do about it. It just is what it is. And I know everybody hates that phrase, but if I don't say that phrase, I don't know how I'm going to get myself through this. And I don't want to complain because here I am. I'm, I'm sitting in my bed. I'm sitting in my beautiful bed 
um, and I'm dressed and I'm clothed and I've already eaten today and I'm looking out at the ocean, at the freaking Pacific Ocean. But I literally can't get anything done. I mean, okay, all right. I'm just going to keep this recording. We're going to go handle this. Hey! Stop barking! I'm recording a podcast. Get in here. Get in here. How dare you? I'm offended. You just like clap back. Even my dogs are not behaving normally. Like Rocco, when I told him to be quiet, he came in because he was like out on the deck. He came in and looked at me and barked at me. He's never barked at me. I think he's on edge. I think we're all a little bit on edge. But like, do we have the right to be on edge when everything, when we have so many blessings, do we have the right to be on edge? And that's the theme that I've been hearing from so many of you. It's these little things that are driving you crazy. It's the fear of the unknown. It's the uncertainty. And the struggle is that we feel guilty and we're minimizing the fact that we're annoyed or aggravated or even anxious when we know we, we compare our situation to what we know is out there. So it's like our own discomfort, pain, loss, whatever you want to call it, anxiety, whatever it is you're suffering with or from. I'm hearing us minimize it almost apologizing for having feelings. One of the things that drives me nuts is the constant asking me where things are. And I don't know sometimes, and um, they're persistent. I have a five, or no, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old and a husband. So there's three people always asking me where things are. Ah! And yes, I'm very fortunate. I'm a teacher and I still get to get paid during this time and work from home. So I'm not complaining. We're just it's tight quarters and um, things drive you nuts sometimes. What is driving me nuts about my husband is that all of a sudden he does not care to pick up after himself. It's like, well, no one's, it's no threat of no one showing up to, you know, see our messy house. But I'm like, we, I'm showing up. I'm here. I matter. <laughs> I'm able to work from home. So I'm still working 40 plus hours a week and I'm really grateful that I am able to do that because we've been able to maintain our level of income, which is a blessing, but my husband is not able to do his work from home, but he is home and our college age son is also home. So while I am working 40 plus hours a week, they are uh, playing a lot of video games, watching a lot of TV, hanging out, and it's been kind of a frustration because not only do I not get to do those things because I'm working, I also then will go downstairs and find that nothing has been done around the house. No dishes have been done, the, no vacuuming, no nothing. It's like complete and free playtime for them and just nonstop work for me. All in all, it's not the end of the world and you know, we can just power through. But each one of these tiny or maybe not so tiny things begin to add up. Are we destroying our mental health by a series of a thousand little cuts? 
what I've been struggling with most is when I got told I had to finish my classes online, I went home to live with my parents again. And me and my mom are very different people. We don't see eye to eye. Um, with my anxiety, I like things kept very clean. So I'm always cleaning the house, doing dishes, and she's not like that. She doesn't care as much. And she gets really offended by me when I'm cleaning all the time. But I can't help it because in order for me to be able to handle being home I have to keep cleaning or my anxiety just gets out of control and she's constantly getting mad at me she screamed at me the other day for cleaning and it's really tough because it's the only way I can keep my sanity so it's gonna be an interesting little bit I think thank you circumstances like this can bring to the surface issues we haven't truly resolved so for many of you myself included, it might bring up things that in the past you were able to cope with because you had coping mechanisms in place. You could exercise. You could create your own alone time. You could spend time with friends if that's what you needed. You could go to the gym. But when those things are ripped away, what's left is a very raw, real version of ourselves. Two unintended observations in getting your calls about this subject kind of revealed themselves to me. Number one is we are so quick to apologize for the way that we feel. We're so quick to minimize the thing that's bothering us or that's coming to the surface because, again, we compare our circumstances to someone else's. And then the second thing that I've observed in listening to your calls is these kind of underlying issues. And I asked Dr. Michaela what this is all about and what we can do about it. Whether or not there are people who do not have the same privileges we may have, this experience is still difficult on all of us. We need to stop minimizing our emotions. We need to stop expecting ourselves to act in a way that is inhuman, without feeling. We never need to apologize for our feelings or experiences. We need to remember that how this impacts us might also be a reflection of underlying issues we still need to address. But it is important to work through that pain and identify if it's compounded by issues from your past. And remember, that's always easier with a professional. I am very blessed that I still have a full-time job that allows me to work from home and I'm in great health. Um, but I'm in New York City where it's very serious, so I only leave my apartment maybe once or twice a week. I am single and I live alone, so I'm spending a lot of time with my mirror. Um, I have a history of orthorexia and body dysmorphia, so for me to have just my mirror is a struggle. Every day is different. You know, some days I'll wake up and I'll say my face is getting fatter, or some days I'll think, well, I should have done an extra 10 push-ups and it would have made a difference. Um, I'm seeing a lot of memes floating around social media about how we're all going to be 10 to 50 pounds heavier after this, but it's, it's a real fear for me. Um, I am also very blessed to say that I found a therapist um, who is working with me remotely and we're working on this um, very closely. So I just wanted to share this to anyone who is going through something similar. You are not alone and there are people out there that can help you. And for me, I just feel like the caterpillar in the cocoon. So I'm working and I'm growing and I'm changing for the better. And at the end of all of this, 
I will be the most beautiful butterfly no matter what my body looks like. And then there were the calls from those of you who feel really guilty about what it is you're going through, guilty and almost apologetic, again, apologetic for the way that you feel. One of the messages I got in a DM, I just have to read it to you. Shalene, my husband and I tried for many years to get pregnant. I'm happy to report that we have successfully had three children in the last eight years. I always wanted to be a mom, even a stay-at-home mom. But one thing I never wanted to be was a teacher. And now I am both a teacher and a mom. And I really don't think I was cut out for this. I don't want to be a great teacher. I want to be a great mom. I've wrestled with this for the last four weeks. And today I decided I needed to ask myself what's more important, that my children are loved and adored and are with a mom who's happy and stress-free and teaching them about life or completing every assignment with 100% accuracy. Today, the answer is obvious to me, and I feel a thousand times better. I'm going to give myself the grace I needed to be a better mom. So from today forward, I'm going to give myself the grace that I deserve so that I can be the mom I always dreamed of being. One of the things that drives me nuts is the constant asking me where things are and I don't know sometimes, and um, they're persistent. I have a five, or no, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old and a husband. So there's three people always asking me where things are. Ah! Anyway, and yes, I'm very fortunate. I'm a teacher, and I still get to get paid during this time and work from home. And so I'm not complaining, which is it's tight quarters, and um, things drive you nuts sometimes. All right. Nothing has made me more aware of my own situation and my own perspective and how it can differ from other people's the way social media has. Like before social media, I think we were all kind of living in a bubble. I know for me, it's made me much more open-minded. I'm much more careful, not careful, I'm more thoughtful about my opinion. Like I think things through a little further and I think about like, what might someone else in a different situation, what might they think and feel? And if I'm being honest, I do sometimes censor myself. But then again, aren't we all entitled to our own feelings? And I think, I think it has so much more to do with how we accept each other's feelings. And instead of judging them or shaming someone for having their feelings, just accept that we are, we all come from different places, different experiences. And, and what one person struggles with today might be the very thing that someone else is praying for. And can I tell you how much I love you, my lifers, because I rarely get the kind of messages where people are like, I am so offended and you have really offended me or this person really offended me. I rarely get those. I think you guys, I want to commend you and I want to thank you for just being so open-minded and accepting each other's opinions without judgment, even if you have a very different perspective. Hey, Shalene, thanks for asking this question, uh, kind of interesting viewpoint, as opposed to, um, you know, feeling that you don't have it as bad enough or that others have it worse. My husband and I have been married for about five years and have been trying to conceive our first child for a, um, a little bit now. And so I have a lot of mom friends or parent friends that are struggling with homeschooling and all of the difficulties that come along with that. Um, but I, ha- I feel as though I can't say much back to them because, um, of course, they're like, well, 
you just have all the time in the world in your hands with no children. We would actually really like to have the opposite issue, right? To have a family or a child to care for at this time. So definitely an uh, interesting viewpoint. I'm glad you asked and love listening to your show. Thanks, Shalene. The struggle is real, even if the perspective and the experiences are different. And that's okay. We don't have to apologize or even explain why something is hard, nor should we discount it because someone else's situation might be worse. Okay, Shalene, I had to go find a place where I could be alone, but here it is. Now that we eat every single meal together and every single snack, it is absolutely driving me crazy because my husband eats with his mouth open. (laughs) (laughs) Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, my friend. (laughs) This next one is an Instagram DM. I'm dealing with the fact that my husband has ADHA, attention deficit hyperactivity, I assume. She said, and everything is half done and there are piles everywhere. And he says something that he's going to do it one day and then he forgets and then it's the next day and we're still working. We own a garden center and this is happening in our home and at work. Now, I've been very calm and I think to myself, I've been very calm, but I think my brain is saying, quote, WTF. And I don't feel like I have the right to say anything because I know he's doing the best he can right now, but it's really hard. You know, I think if my husband were here, he would absolutely be driving me crazy with his loud coughs and ESPN on all the time, even though he had probably watched all of those games before. But what I wouldn't do to have him here again so Knowing that he's passed this in December, such a different perspective within this time frame. While so many things I could easily let bother me with the kids being home, with homeschooling, with trying to run my business, with trying to keep myself healthy. I miss my husband so bad, but I am also thankful that with his cancer and his suppressed immune system, that he doesn't have to deal with this. That would have been a top worry. But in all honesty, I'm so thankful for this time. I'm thankful that I get to be with the boys. I'm thankful that I have room to breathe. So I hear messages like that one from my friend Mindy, who you've heard here on the show before, whose husband passed away of cancer in December. And the fact that she's grieving and going through this alone, I mean, not alone, but without her life partner, Uh, The message that I got just before I started recording from one of our listeners, Lori, who's home with a daughter who has cerebral palsy and for the first time in her daughter's nine-year-old life, she's trying to figure out how to help her, how to homeschool her, how to give her physical therapy, how to be a mom and a caregiver and a teacher and also working while her husband is away. Then I hear messages like that and I just think it's its just normal to compare yourself. It's normal to say, what am I doing? How dare I have even a moment where I'm annoyed when I've got it so good compared to? So how dare I even for a moment 
have a negative thought. I'm a positive person who has an abundancy mindset. I see the blessings. I see the good. I'm always in a good mood. I'm always positive. And these little tiny minor things like a dog barking out of control, dishes not in the sink, or someone in my spot, just all the little things make me feel like when I have that thought enter into my mind that I'm annoyed by this, does this mean that I'm ungrateful? If I'm annoyed by this little tiny thing, does that make me ungrateful? Does that mean that I'm unaware of all the blessings and privilege that I'm currently enjoying? Also in the background, the news is playing and they're showing a death count today of 22,000 people. And like, so I feel like how I, so it's weird because I'm having these conflicted emotions like how dare I, how entitled, how privileged am I to be annoyed that my dogs are barking while I'm looking at the ocean? So then I get mad at myself for having those thoughts when I know that there are people right now, and I know, I don't have to go through all the scenarios, you know them too, that there's a single mom right now who's an emergency room RN in New York City, doesn't have adequate PPE. She's at the hospital. She walked into the room and the patient that she was taking care of has just died. And now she's worried about her own exposure and she has to go home to her children and, 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 and. So it's this really weird feeling where you, you're having these inconveniences or, or hardships or whatever it is. And you feel really, you feel annoyed because it's legit and things have been disrupted, but you also feel really guilty and you feel unentitled to complain and you're trying to deny your emotions and not feel them and push them down because you're comparing them to what other people must be going through. And I know that's what we're not supposed to do. We're not supposed to compare ourselves to other people. We're not supposed to compare our problems. If it's an issue that we are having, it's an issue that we're having. But isn't there also some value in that? Because when I hear messages like that, it always snaps me back into perspective. I think it's useful. I know we're not supposed to compare, but it's one of the reasons why I remember Brett would say, why are you watching these Oprah episodes, the ones where it was just like horrific tragedy? And I would tell him because it makes me have perspective. It makes me understand how fortunate I am or lucky I am. The conditions and circumstances of others help bring perspective to my life. Help me to, to look at myself in the mirror and say, get over yourself. And I don't know if that's helpful. I guess most therapists and experts would tell you we're not supposed to do that, but I'm not a therapist. I'm just me, and I'm just speaking from the comfort of my bed, <laughs> which is the new place I'm recording podcasts. I'm speaking to you as honestly as I possibly can. Here's my take on the whole thing. I know that I feel these things, and it's okay to feel them. And I also know it's good for me to hear other people's situations because it snaps me back into reality. It gives me perspective. It's really easy to wallow in self-pity, to spiral further down into a black hole of negativity. And you know what? Hearing these tragic stories in the news, those tragic stories, for me anyways, they give me perspective. And I think, girl, count your lucky stars above. Stop complaining. Like, don't even, for a moment, it, it does help me. So I think it's a little bit of both. We've never been here before. We've, there is no playbook. So there's no right or wrong way to do this. Everything is easier when we reach out, when we reach out to those who we love, when we talk about it. Like, this is helpful for me to just 
talk about it here on the podcast. And most importantly, for those underlying issues that are creeping up, some of which are far more significant than others, it's really important, and you've heard me say it on so many shows, that you reach out to a therapist. Dr. Michaela is going to be back here on the show this week. Um, Of course, you can always reach out to her. She's been going live almost every single day on IGTV, and that's like an opportunity for you to connect with her live and in person. So that's at D-R-M-C-A-Y-L-A, Dr. Michaela on IG. There are places like Talkspace, who happens to be a sponsor for the show, not a sponsor for today, but like that's a company that I... You know, I really respect what they're doing and they're helping a lot of people. And there are countless other online and virtual services where you can reach out and find a qualified therapist. A lot of therapists are doing online Skype sessions. You know, even if you can't afford to do a full hour, even just doing 15 minutes to check in with someone is going to help you. I'm hearing lots of people who are struggling. Here's where things get dangerous, however. When we struggle and we think that we shouldn't be telling anyone else, about our struggles because other people have it worse. And so therefore we push it down and we don't deal with it. There's a difference between that and being annoyed that the dog is barking. Like if you're truly struggling right now, the stress, the anxiety, the depression, the fear, if it's beginning to swell and it starts to feel unmanageable, you have got to reach out. And I don't just mean reaching out to a friend because they're not qualified. They haven't been trained. In the same way your best friend can't give you a root canal right now, neither can they help you through depression the same way a therapist can, the same way a trained professional can. So reach out to professionals. I hope this was as helpful for you as it was for me. I know it's very cathartic for me to to talk to you in this way. And and I apologize that this episode may have shown up a little late in your stream uh hashtag coronavirus um anyways i just appreciate you so much please stay connected please stay connected you can hear how important these messages are for me to hear from you and the way you can leave one of these messages for me is by going to shaleen.com and there's just a little widget on the side of my website that says send a voicemail lastly i wanted to let you know that we have decided to do the marketing impact academy open every two weeks We've just had too many people say, I, I don't know what my financial situation is right now. I could be losing my job in two weeks. Should I do this now? Should I do it later? And I don't want to be the one to make that decision for people. So we've just decided to make it available every two weeks. And for a limited time, we're going to offer that at 60% off. If you want to learn more about that, and find out when the, our next start date is, which is probably within the next two weeks of you listening to this, just go to shaleen.com forward slash MIA private. Again, this is a limited time offer. It's something we're just doing because people need it and people are in financial crisis. People are in distress over their jobs. They want to know what they can do next and we want to be there to help people. So thank you for those of you who have reached out and I hope you find that incredibly helpful because we certainly have loved stepping in to help those of you who need to step up. I love you. I mean it. Thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you soon.